Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm K-Drama Jen. I'm Kara DeMockney. And I'm Kane Muse. Are you one of those people that listen to us weekly and wish you had more Dramas with a Side of Kimchi? Well, we have the place for you. Come over to our Patreon page where we have additional podcasts that are just for our VIP patrons. We also have a Discord server where we do monthly movie watches together and rewatches of old dramas, all kinds of discussions, lots of fun topics, and it's a great way to find drama-minded like friends. So I think we've met a lot of great people made great connections and it's the perfect place to come when you want to go all fangirl on dramas absolutely and the group watch coming up this may is mr sunshine so if you've been meaning to watch it and think you need a little extra support come join us okay so today we are talking about the chinese time slip drama reset which has grabbed all of our eyeballs and is well, I mean, it had to let go because some of us just have lives. <laughs> so <laughs> but we are just, we're absolutely in on this drama. And so we wanted to share our excitement and give a first impressions. And I know that some people, I know Miata Mama has been bugging us to watch it. And there are some people on the discord that have been like, Hey, you need to watch this. And we finally this got was to the point. huge on our discord. Like it blew up. And mm-hmm. I actually thought you were watching it along with all of our uh, VIPs. So I was all like, Oh, you know, it must be really good. Carrie's watching it. Everyone on, <laughs> on discords watching it and, you know, talking up a storm and I wanted to watch it. Just, I've had a lot of lack of time, we shall say. <laughs> and so I wasn't able to start it, but this was definitely one of the few Chinese dramas lately that really was on my radar. So. And it's on my radar too. In fact, I actually had to mute that thread in the discord for myself just because I kept getting tempted to peek. And I'm like, if I peek on this one, because if there's any spoilers, it'll blow the whole story for me. I don't need spoilers. So I have promised various people that I will watch it and I am watching it. Also, for those of you listening, this is going to be pretty much spoiler-free um, post. Nothing really beyond what's in the synopsis and whatnot. Um, so you are free to listen to this. We are tentatively talking about all of us watching it and then doing a full review as a, like a bonus episode at some point. Mm-hmm. So if you want that, text us and or get us in some kind of social media and let us know that you would be interested in a full review of the drama. So yep. hit us up on Twitter because that's the other place I live besides yeah, Discord. Twitter, Facebook, Discord. Let's see. Pretty much those are the good ones. Our blog. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. Know, answer to just any random po- uh, post and you can be like, I have nothing to say about this, but <laughs> <laughs> you guys watch all of Reset. <laughs> Maybe we should do a post on reset. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about what reset is actually about. All right. When Li Shiqing awoke that fateful morning, she had no idea her life was about to change forever. Going about her day as usual, Shiqing boarded the bus without ever giving her actions a second thought. By the way, I did not write the synopsis in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> We've <laughs> taken this straight from my drama list. No, no shade at them because translating is hard. I just would have written it differently. Anyway, all right. So Chi Ching is on a bus, and the bus on Chi. When the bus, 
she was on was involved in a horrendous accident. Xi Ching had only seconds to realize that her life was about to end. To end. Or was it? Waking up that very same morning, going through the exact same motions, boarding the same bus, and dying in the same accident over and over again, Xi Ching soon realizes that she has become trapped in a never-ending time loop. Desperate to find a way to escape not only the loop, but her tragic fate, Xi Ching inadvertently drags fellow bus passenger Xiao He Yun into the loop with her. Together, they try to find a way to alter their fate by ensuring the bus arrives safely at its destination, but attempting to do so proves anything but easy. Wow, that is quite the uh, synopsis, but it certainly does capture the kind of where we are, right? That this is a drama about two people right now mm-hmm. caught in a time loop. So first, let's begin with why we started watching this drama and so for me, that's pretty easy. That was um, K-Muse is like, hey, K-Drama Jen, Carrie the Machne and I are going to be doing a podcast review of uh, this new drama called Reset. And um, if you want to do it, you should maybe, you know, I don't know, try it. It's really good. Try it. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> you make us sound like teenage people trying to get you to smoke. Oh, my word. <laughs> I'm just saying. The cigarette will make you look cool. (laughs) (laughs) You do push the dramas just a little bit. (laughs) And so I did try it and I binged the daylights out of this. And I'm a little bit further than everybody else here. Further than the rest of us. You've got like (laughs) two episodes left. (laughs) Yeah, I have two episodes left. But we're only going to be talking about the first four episodes. So Um, and and really in in general terms. Yeah. 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 For me, like one of my all-time favorite movies is Groundhog Day. I am such a fan of that. (laughs) And this one's like Groundhog Day with a killer twist. And you all know I love serial killers. And I guess I like bombs or shows about serial bomb people too, because this is totally doing it for me. I love just the whole doing the day, but having small, slight changes change the narrative. I'm a huge Mm -hmm. fan of that trope. This show is doing it in one of the best ways I've seen it, like possibly outside of Groundhog Day ever. And I am eating it up with a spoon. That's the butterfly effect, right? Yeah. 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 And so I was describing it to my husband because I got pulled in because I'd been like I mentioned before, people in the discord were talking about it and Miata Mama was talking about it. I'm like, okay, I got to watch this drama. I finally Kim Yusuf is like, so you're making time now to watch this drama. <laughs> so that that pushed me over the edge. And then I was trying to describe it to my husband. I'm like, it's kind of like Speed meets that one Jake Gyllenhaal movie where he's on the train. And that's as far as I got. I couldn't remember what movie it was. But he's like, oh, well, that that sounds kind of interesting. And of course, you know, I I got through the first four episodes and it was like 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, drat this whole need to sleep thing. <laughs> so... I am actually eight episodes in due to a lot of valiant drama watching around real life activities. And I'm just trying to hold on and find time to binge the rest because I want to experience it as like one great whole. So. Okay. Before I start doing this question, I have to like, let everyone know I really suck at Chinese pronunciation, like (laughs) no other. So they just gave me a whole bunch of names to say. So if I say them wrong, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Xi Ching is played by Zhao Jinmai, originally a child actress. 
What do we think about her acting and the character Xu Qing? I'm really liking her. You really have, it's hard because we're thrown right mid action at the first moment because I knew what the story was about, but I didn't realize we were going to just go straight into, okay, she's already caught in this loop. And so she really has to sell like almost the startlement of her waking up over and over again. And you're like, what is going on here? And she does it really well and with a very, it's not overacting. She's very much, you know, she's smart. She's thinking about what's happening. She's finding out new things every single time she re-loops and she's a good actress and she's doing a really good job at this just like everyday person role. She doesn't feel like she's some starlet or famous or really sat snazzed up or anything. She just feels like an every girl and I'm really liking her. And I like how smart and persistent she is. She doesn't just kind of give in to despair, but she keeps trying to figure out the small details that are helping her change what's going on and whatever is going on in the loop. And I'm actually familiar with uh, Zhao Jinmai from a little thing called First Love, which um, I think that hit Netflix back in 2019, but she's the main character there. And she goes through one of those transformations from nerdy girl to more mature, less nerdy girl. And she she loves this guy in high school and they're kind of friends and just their relationship. We're not here about this. But anyway, that drama was really good. It's a great coming of age drama. And it showed me, I knew her from that and how she's very good at the everyday kind of thing. And so it's been, she's doing exactly what I expect from her in this drama. And I really enjoy watching her because she is just so believable and so relatable. I agree. I think that for a young actress, and I know that she did come up through, um, you know, at starting as a child actress, and she's been in a number of things, but she's still relatively young. And I, I think that in this role, she really does give us a really good, like, impression of just kind of a young college student. Um, like you said, she's not really like glitzy or glamorous. Um, and she doesn't need to be because, in this case, um, she's supposed to be just an everyday gal. So I thought, I think she's doing a really great job. And especially um, as we get into the drama a bit more, she's, she's actually very smart. She um, puts things together and she's really um, thoughtful about connecting with people. And I think, so her character itself, um, I actually really love her character. I think that she does a really great job with this. So um, yeah, those those are my thoughts about her. All right. All right, so Bai Jing Ting is the other young lead. Kim Yus and K-Drama Jen may remember that he had a supporting role in Rise of the Phoenixes. And more recently, he was the lead in You Are My Hero with, uh, I think it's Sandra Mai. And that was that was a good one because he was a he was a super soldier or special forces special forces soldier, and so we got to be the, the very very serious and dedicated side of him. But he was also very playful there. And so in this one, he's a game designer, and he's supposed to be kind of schlubby is not the right word because he's on his way to a presentation, so he's dressed relatively nicely, but he just he doesn't seem to he's quite have nerdy. He like is nerdy. He, I would say he comes across as kind of like a geeky nerd, you know, computer guy. 
Like definitely not like swoony right off the bat, you know, anything. He's just an every guy. Like she's an everyday girl. He's an everyday guy. Yes. And I think they do a pretty good job of that. I don't totally believe his nerdiness, but that's because I've seen him in a different role <laughs> where he's very not nerdy. See, and I can't even imagine him not nerdy. So I'm like, <laughs> super soldier? Really? Oh, but he has really muscular arms. I know this because I'm watching it with my daughter who has pointed that out every single time. <laughs> so, well, and I may have sent a shot from when he was working out. He had a shirt on, but he had, he was working out in You Are My Hero. And there was a muscle that popped in his bicep that I'd never seen it before. So I sent it to K-Drama Jen for, you know, <laughs> a, a scientific explanation. It's important for us to research these things. Yes. I can't mm-hmm. remember if you ever gave me the explanation or what the I name of the was. I can't remember if I did. I don't. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and check my message. Oh, that was a while back. You may have to dig. Okay. <laughs> so. I, it might be worth it though. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so um, yeah. So I think my impression of his acting is that he is also doing a wonderful job and it's more he's portraying a character and his character again I'm a little further ahead so what I will say is just that I think he's done a really nice job as an actor giving us glimpses of what he's capable of and then kind of as we learn more being able to kind of pull that off Um, and that's what I've enjoyed actually about both of them is that it starts out and we we really don't know anything about anybody Um, We're just kind of thrown into the action. And then over time, because we're in this time loop, as they're finding out more information, we're finding out more information, even about our main characters. And so I do, I just think they're doing a wonderful job with that. I really like how he portrays like conflicted and awkward and just scared. Like he definitely, Mm -hmm. because the other girl is so brave. And she's just all like, well, we'll be in this loop till we get it right and we can save everybody. But he's a lot more conflicted and he's a lot more, I just want off. I don't, you know, I just want to continue on and be out of this loop. And there's a certain scene where he's being interrogated and just the anxiety that he was able to portray Mm -hmm. was very believable. And again, this is, as realistic as it can get when you're in a loop but the scenes where they're in with police and stuff are very realistic it seems exactly what you would see in it like a mild interrogation it's not like they're pulling fingernails or anything but they're definitely (laughs) interrogating them to see how they're connected to this um this situation with the bus and it's interesting i like it He's good. <laughs> I'm still not sure I see Super Soldier, but maybe you guys need to convince me. I oh. mean, there is a scene where he washes his face and he takes off his glasses. And <laughs> I don't think I'm there yet. His muscular you guys arms. Are a lot and I'm just saying. <laughs> All There's right. appreciation to come. That's what there she's is, saying. There is appreciation to come. We get, you know. He has to lift something up and his I love our like non-spoilers. And... <laughs> he lifts something and he looks hot when he washes his face. That's right. Spoiler free. There you have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So the story takes place on a city bus, but with each reset, we get to learn more information and we have a deeper appreciation for the characters. Is this kind of storytelling working for us? A hundred percent yes for me. I love this kind of story because I really, first of all, I, I just who I am as a person, I really love to just get to know people. And so if I could, I would um, sit with all the different people on the bus and try to learn about them. So it really speaks to me in that sense. But what I love is that the way that this story is written is that because we have this time loop, we get little pieces of information and each time it adds a little bit more. And so it keeps you fully engaged. That is why this is a very bingeable drama. It's only 16 episodes. For, so for a Chinese drama, it's extremely short. And it just, the time flies by. It is, I just find that I'm fully engaged during, because each time you're like, oh, what? Really? That's how I felt. So <laughs> I completely agree. Like, I'm not sure if our listeners know, but I am also a huge fan of like cozy mysteries. Mm -hmm. And other than like the getting blown up over and over again, this is very much a cozy mystery where you have to like, look at every person that's around you and try to figure out what they're hiding and that kind of stuff. And so it totally feels like a cozy mystery in China with a lot more being blown up. So, (laughs) (laughs) but it's fun because I like having to slowly get new info and clues and, you know, seeing something new every time you're in the bus and the situation. And so I really am liking that whole plot arc and twists and turns and where it's heading. So, yeah, it actually builds really well. It's, it's like just watching this circle kind of build on top of itself. And I think it's brilliantly done. At first I saw the pattern and I was like, oh no, this is going to get boring. Cause I thought, they, I thought I knew how they were going to play out with a certain set of characters and then they changed a few things. So I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, oh no, this is, this is getting interesting. And then they changed a few more things. And I was like, ah, okay. I don't have to worry about what I was anticipating because this is just fine. This is not going to be boring. So I, I was happy about that. So what do we think about the cinematography and directing so far? <laughs> I love that I get this on a drama where I'm not really invested in the cinematography. <laughs> usually I'm like, and this and this. I will say that their stunts that they're doing are very well done with the bus explosions. Um, there's a few car accident scenes that were really well done. Um, I'm trying to think. So pretty much anything involving the bus, I think I'm really enjoying how the director is doing that. Some of the other stuff, because <laughs> the director uh, puts the, the um, what do you call it? The lights right above them. So it puts a very odd, overly bright shadow situation on their faces when they're in prison and even when they're not or not in prison but in jail and even when they're not in jail being questioned there's a few scenes where it's just like is that makeup is it like a lighting choice because they don't always look that ghostly pale and so 
that's kind of disturbing me now that my daughter mentioned it because I notice <laughs> it now. So I think that's kind of annoying, but other than that, it's pretty just standard. Well, and see, I was thinking you would like it because they're actually being very spare with kind of the, the extra frivolous stuff. It's very tight in the I cinematography. I like the extra frivolous stuff. But, oh, okay. But also I think they spent their money where they had to on mm-hmm. the scenes with the bus and they're doing the other scenes very basic camera angles, basic camera directions. And so they probably financially had to set things up that way. So, I mean, it's understandable. It's not horrible, but I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, this is the best action filmed drama ever in the history of dramas. You know, (laughs) it's, it definitely has its limitations in certain areas. Yeah. And I would argue that the because I'm seeing, I'm noticing a lot of tight focus on characters and in their places, kind of just keeping the action to them instead of a, a broader, because it's very tight, like they're very confined. They're confined in the bus and we even get snippets of people on the road around them and they're confined in their cars. And so I was seeing that in the directing and just how But I'm not sure individual if that's a directing stories. choice or if that's a decision because they literally don't have the funds to have more than a few set pieces. Well, see, and I'm choosing to believe it was a directing choice. We're, we're going to look on the positive side here. But I mean, there's nothing other than the weird camera angles on a few scenes that make me think, oh, this isn't well done. Like, you know, it definitely is well done. It just isn't like, oh, wow, that's amazing how they did that. You know, it, there's none of those kind of moments for me. Let me just say that I am not the cinematography expert. However, I do think there are a few moments where especially um, like right before the bus. Um, all right, I'm just gonna say before the bus blows up, there's a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> but we know we, I mean, we know that there's an accident or whatever. So but the they. Each time they're in the loop, they kind of go in and, and they get the eyes of the people. Um, so you feel this really close connection right Mm -hmm. before the ending. And I really appreciate that. Um, I think that it really adds to this drama and makes you feel like just the character development for me is just awesome. So I feel like some of that is because of the the way that they're directing it. Agreed. Oh, and I was going to point out too, that they're kind of, they've held off on the music. There's not a lot of background music to direct our emotions. Instead, we're just, we're kept, <laughs> aside from that. creepy. <laughs> you ruined a perfectly good song. <laughs> but it's just, it's nice to hear it because it contributes to the everyday feel of the drama. Just yeah. this could be a very ordinary day. Yeah. I think that's what I like the most about this show is it does feel like an everyday Like this literally could be us going and taking a bus, Mm -hmm. you know, there is no, yeah, it's interesting. It's good. It is. All right. So now we will have some mild spoilers as we discuss a few things that we have watched in the first four episodes that have caught our interest. So you have have been warned. All right. So the police captain who interrogates our two main leads after the crash, when they escape it. He asks many thought-provoking questions. What do we think about his character? So, yeah, I'm kind of on the fence about him. And again, I'm only about halfway through the drama, but just he's, he's, uh, he, it feels like he's a little more open because they're very like, um, 
Shi Ching. She's very open about the fact, like from the first episode when she's in the hospital bed, she's just like, I'm in this time loop. This keeps repeating. And he's like, well, tell me about the time loop. And he keeps asking for details instead of just dismissing her like some of his subordinates do. And so I'm like, huh. And so I've been, I've kind of got my theories about what's going on with him, which I won't share because in case they might be spoilers. <laughs> yeah, for me too. I, it's interesting. As I said, I'm watching it with my daughter and she thinks he's creepy. She doesn't like, she doesn't <laughs> like him, um, but I'm like, but I think he's, he's just really good at his job. Like, I think, cause he asks really good questions and notices when, you know, there are gaps or that somebody's made something up and he digs a little bit deeper. So that's my feeling about him. Well, and I, I think for me, I'm programmed to trust him because he's in so many dramas. He's always like the cop or the supportive, knowledgeable guy, you know, that's guiding the friends or the parent or whatever, you know, he's in a lot of dramas that I've watched and a lot of police type dramas that I've watched. Um, I do think that he's going to end up being just a regular guy, maybe experiencing a time loop of his own at some point. I don't know this. This is all random guessing. Who knows? <laughs> um, I will say that I don't think they're going to make him a bad guy because right now he's definitely the face of the police and mm -hmm. you get uh, a couple big things about you have to trust the police, which is definitely like propaganda coming through that mm -hmm. the police will keep you safe and you got to put your trust and faith in them. So just knowing the country that this was made in, I don't think they're going to make him a villain. If that makes sense. That so I makes sense. Yeah. So I'm like, after that, I'm thinking of all kinds of different things. Like if this was a Korean drama, oh yeah, he'd be shady. He'd be the killer. <laughs> like he's blowing up people. <laughs> but from the different cultural perspective of where this is filmed and what his narrative is telling us about the honesty of the police and whatnot, I don't think we're going to have some big reveal. That's my, that's my two cents. I agree with that. Yeah. So we begin thinking that this is a simple bus accident, but over time it's revealed that there is a bomb on the bus. So we're only up to episode four, but I think we know that, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, wait, do we know okay. by episode four? I don't think so. No, no you do. You learn it in like K-Muse, episode two. K-Muse knows it. I just binged this like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so and she realizes there's a um, bomb on episode two when they get past where the oil tanker is and then the car and the bus, bus still, still explodes. Yes. Okay. And yes. So they're in by the end of four, they're trying to figure out who the person is that has the bomb on the Perfect. bus. Perfect. So yes. who do you suspect the most and why? I am not going to answer this, but I want to know what Kimius thinks. I think it's too obvious that it's the guy with the the mask and black and the bucket hat yes the yeah. one that's being super sketchy um i think it's the guy that had the bag that he didn't want to give it up and then the bus exploded mm -hmm. 
That's my guess randomly, but I have no clue. It might be the driver because the driver's pretty sketchy too. <laughs> so, <laughs> No, he's one of the ones that's been plugged as very trustworthy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There'd be some days that I would want to blow myself up if I had to deal with cranky <laughs> yelling customers every day on the bus. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe not other people as well, but I can understand snapping. But again, this is a Chinese drama. That's probably not going to be that happens. So, <laughs> right. We'll see. I will just say that any one of them could have been the yeah. bomber and I'll just leave it at that. Or maybe there's like three or four bombs and everyone <laughs> wanted yes. to blow up the bus. <laughs> All of a sudden they're on the Orient Express. I know, maybe, right? <laughs> maybe it's Shiching and uh, <laughs> and his ten rings. She got a bad oh, Shiching. Sorry, I was Shiching. thinking Shangchi, yeah. and she got a uh, bad grade or something, and uh, at university, and now she's gonna pretend that she's in a time loop so she can blow up the bus. Just kidding. Yeah, and, or she's <laughs> regretting and and fixing her mistakes. Yeah, exactly. That could be it too. Yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> but I'm not gonna uh, weigh in but I agree. It could be anybody. Mm -hmm. All right. So will we keep watching? Would we recommend this drama based on the first few episodes that we've watched? If so, who might like this drama? I'm definitely going to keep watching. I definitely has been on my to watch list because I know so many people have loved it. People that I trust their opinion. So I'm going to watch it to the end and it's 16 episodes and they're fast. So that makes it even more likely that I'll finish it. And, uh, would I recommend? Yeah, I definitely would recommend this. Maybe not if you're looking for like a high end romance, but if you want just something entertaining, interesting, actiony, then this is the great show. Um, I'm definitely going to keep watching it. In fact, I'm going I'm to go binge the last two episodes here in the next couple of minutes. Um, and I would, I would recommend it. Um, and then who might like it? So I am watching it with my daughter and she's really enjoying it. And it's, it's that whole idea of like looking for the clues each time and adding to what we know. Um, and I just from like, it's just interesting because we were together trying to piece it together and we're like, Oh, maybe it's oh wait, or maybe it's this person or, Oh my goodness, we just found this out or whatever. Um, and so the, yes, it's like, there's bombing and, you know, car chase kind of things, but really it is a mystery. Um, and that's, what's fun about it. So it's a little bit like clue or something. I don't know. Like, it's just, I don't watch those dramas that you were talking about, Amber, but I, apparently it's like those, um, but, but we're re really enjoying it. So um, I do think that like teenagers or, or older kids might also enjoy this one. Okay. And same for me. I will keep watching. Like I said, I have plans to binge later and I would recommend this drama for sure. Just based on the first few, I hate to recommend a drama without knowing the ending. I've been burned a few times, but I, I've heard too many glowing recommendations myself to not recommend it. But I would say the people who like this drama, people who like cozy mysteries, not from what I know at the moment, not high romance and probably not those who are looking for an action movie, because this is a mystery that's building on itself. This is not a quick cut, bang, 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 let's get to the end. So at least from what I've seen, 
I don't want to regret what I've said in a future episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or through our Patreon page. The links are in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas. Behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. 